Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. The CFL is unfairly maligned for lack of loyalty and player turnover. We saw it with the NFL last year in the quarterback carousel. Now the NHL, when you sit back and watch the games, no matter the league, you get over it pretty quickly, don't you? You do, but you still don't have that identity with the players. Like Players that bounce around from team to team to team to team to team don't have an identity and don't build that real core fan base. This is the Rod Peterson Show. All right, here we go. It's hour two of the RP Show, everybody. Coming in hot here from Grey Cup Week. will be 109th CFL Championship. The Grey Cup is here in Canada's Queen City. And we had a Hall of Famer last hour in Matt Dunnigan from the TSN crew, the Valdosta Peach. And now we got another Hall of Famer, the Peach of Dallas. Heck, they give it up, everybody. The live audience here for the, uh, the Hall of Famer, the one and only Nick Lewis. There he is, man. He is uh, the latest addition to the Canadian Football Hall of Fame, and he's joining us here at Ballers. And, uh, man, I don't know if they had to unlock the doors for you, man. Nick, I appreciate you coming down. Were you beating on the doors up front? Was it Yeah, open? a little bit, a little bit. Did you hear me? No, I didn't, but I know it's cold <laughs> outside because uh, – but it's warming up. The weather's looking good. We're working our way towards Sunday's CFL championship game. Toronto Argonauts against the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. And we have mixed in some NFL and NHL talk today for those of you watching and enjoying it on Game Plus TV, your favorite podcast platform, and WQEE Radio down there in Atlanta. I will get to all the comments and so forth. But, Nick, welcome. How are you? I appreciate it, brother. I'm good. good. I'm good. Just got done talking to some kids at St. Bernadette, and uh, it was good. You know, starts off a great week of great cup week. I was just talking over there about first one in Regina that I've ever been to. So I'm excited. We've had about them it. in 1995, 2003, 2013, and now this. Now you got the you got the blazer on. I love it. Yes, Hold sir. that up to the camera. That's the Canadian Football Hall of Fame. How off do you bust that be? How about that? I think this is the second time I've worn it. So is that right? Yeah, just special occasions. Yeah, I would say special occasions just to wear it, but. You know, sometimes you don't want to just wear it and <laughs> and, and just pull it, it out. But uh, when I when I go down to, to Arizona this year for the Super Bowl, I'm I'm going to wear it again. So well, we'll see you down there. You might as well. We will absolutely see you down there. I'm just calling up Nick's Wikipedia. He's got a Hall of Fame career from Mineral Wells, Texas. Well, I was born there because okay. Jacksboro, my hometown, didn't have a. They hospital. didn't. Well, they had a hospital. They didn't deliver babies. Okay. So I had to go thirty minutes up the road to 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 get what was born. And then you know they asked you the question. It's like, where are you born? I was born in Mineral Wells. <laughs> What's your birth certificate say? Mineral Wells. Yeah, exactly. Palo but I lived in Jacksboro my whole life. I never lived in Mineral Wells. So. Uh, it's kind of a play on words, I guess. Well, our U.S. viewers will know, especially those in Texas, will know exactly what he's talking about. Uh, played at Southern Arkansas and into the CFL Hall of Fame career with the Calgary Stampeders, 11 seasons in the Montreal Alouettes, four seasons, and went into the Hall of Fame just in 2021. I don't think you'll ever get used to that. CFL Rookie of the Year, by the way, as well in 2004. Yeah. Um, so what's your, what, are, what are you expecting from the week now that you can come as a Hall of Famer? You don't got to prep as a player, you know. Should be good just, you know, seeing the guys. I know G-Roy's coming in town, Damon Allen. Um, I'm going to catch up with Gino. Gino Lewis, I always, tell, I always tell him, like, you're the only Lewis receiver left. I, I've passed you the torch, and it's great to see what he's been able to do with his career uh, to be the MOP nominee out of the East and – uh, just to see him continue to prosper and do well. I don't think neither one of us is very fast, but we both had great hands. So uh, always a supporter of him. But just looking forward to catching up with a lot of the guys that either played against, played with, or, you know, we just haven't seen each other in a while. Good. Sounds like you're looking for a great time. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> From our viewers, <laughs> Elam Wilson writes in. He says, thanks for another great show, Rod. Absolutely love it. It ain't me. I got to say this, like the song um, Selena Gomez sings, it ain't me. 
It's the guys at Ballers. It's Darren. It's the crew from IKS. Rolf's down here. I've got an on-site engineer. Can you come to Florida with me next week, Rolf? <laughs> I'm getting spoiled, man. Clark's booking the guests, so it's no, it's not me. It's a complete team effort, but we're having a blast. And we have a lot to get into. How long do I have you here for? As long as you want me. Okay, I appreciate it. You got 40 minutes in you or something like I'm that? I'm here. Okay, Let's I appreciate go. it. So... Obviously, we're going to get to the Toronto-Winnipeg thing. I'm, that's who's playing in the championship on Sunday. We'll get to your prediction. But for the players, what is it like? You've played in these things. You've won them. Have you lost them? I can't remember. I lost one in 2014? Toronto, 2012. Won 2014 in Vancouver. So, played Montreal in Montreal in 20, 2008. Played Toronto in Toronto in 2012. And then Hamilton in, uh, be in, Vancouver. in, in Vancouver, BC. On the last play. Yeah. So yeah. what's the secret? What would you tell the players? You know, right one now? of the interesting things, though, Rod, I've never played outdoors in a Grey Cup. Isn't that interesting? Indoors, Montreal, the Olympic Stadium, indoors Toronto in and Toronto, Vancouver. and indoors How in about that? Vancouver. So it's an interesting play, but I've played in a lot of cold Western finals. But uh, it's, it's just about being able to adapt. The game goes off rather quickly, right? Um, you understand that there's so much on the line. The game is heightened. Like, when you come out for practice, you're seeing media from every team, not just your local media. So you start to see that, like, man, that's a big change. Uh, going out into the stadium early, and all the fans are packed in there. They got their different jerseys, the bells, everything. Um, it's just a much different atmosphere for the game. Uh, but really, it's about accepting the process, right? Uh, you're so anxious during the day to get there. I want to get to the game. I want to win. I want to become a champion. I want to get it done again. But you really have to take a step back, take a deep breath, and just say, I'm going to enjoy this whole process from the time I wake up to the time I go for breakfast to going through my routine to getting to the stadium. Every day. Every day, right? You just yeah. want to enjoy the process. Well, um, you've been a young player. You've been an old player. You know, and I remember, I remember for us, 2007 in Toronto, Grey Cup on the Tuesday. Uh, the Tuesday, we're there, Western Bayshore Harbor Castle, and with the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. We'd never been in a Grey Cup. What do we? We had one guy, Eddie Davis, was the only guy that knew what it was like. And a bunch of bomber players came down to our hotel on the Tuesday night and wanted to go party with our guys. Hundred percent. And our guys were like, "We're here to play football." And they, some guys will tell you that on the Tuesday they knew that they won. Tuesday night, I'm going to tell you, Montreal 28. So you give her, you were one of the guys that 2008, my per diem. Gone. The five, six-day per diem. We didn't have curfew Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Friday night, we had a 12 o'clock curfew. Saturday, we had 11 o'clock curfew. Right? So we were in Montreal. Me and Joffrey were enjoying Montreal. We were out in the streets on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. We had a great time. Um, we felt like we were going to do everything like we did in Calgary. So during the week in Calgary, if we went out, we went out. But we were up for practice. We, we did all of our obligations. Uh, we treated it like a normal week. But at the same time, I think we were really counted out at that great cup. If you look, Montreal had Anthony Calvillo. They had Brian Bratton, Ben Cahoon, Jamel Richardson, the SJ Green, yeah. Kerry Watkins. Mark Trustman is you know, coach. John Bowman and, and Anwar Stewart and so many Chip Cox. You have so many legends on that team. And here we were, Hank had always underperformed. You, me, Cope, and Rambo, and you got Joffrey. And now you look back and say, okay, you had Charleston Hughes and, and some of these guys, Brandon Smiths and, and Brandon Browners. And you look at it like we were a young team becoming that Montreal team, but they had been there, right? They had been in five Grey Cups in that era, right? So it's like, do, are we too early to get there or are we ready to overtake them, right? And, and it was an interesting play. Uh, but it turned out well. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, close to 70,000 on hand at Olympic Stadium. That's and it. Uh, it's, Lee Genier is asking me to say hey to you, say hey to Matt. Um, a lot of those stamps, people will say the 08 Great Cup, because you guys won a lot. But they said 08 was the best. Yes. Because uh, you were the villains. You were like the black hat wearing cowboys or what? 100%. I mean, we yeah. went in. We felt disrespected. Uh, some of the Montreal players gave us flyers for after-game parties and stuff, and we felt disrespected with that. But if you remember, <laughs> Sandro lost the, um, the special teams player of the year. Hank lost to uh, Anthony Calvillo. I thought you guys made far too much about that, but that's just... You me. know, but guys take that stuff personal. I mean, whether it's in your contract, where you get a bonus, or whatever the case is, 
you know, guys are going to take it personal, and we just really felt like it was us against the world, and we 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 had them right where we wanted them. Isn't yeah the, the infamous <laughs> Huff speech that they still they still talk about that too. Hundred percent in Calgary, yeah, for sure. Well. It's not sitting real well with them in Calgary that they're not in the Grey Cup, nor is it here in Saskatchewan. I mean, you're living here. You spent a big chunk of your life there. You're taking the Stamps and the Riders not getting here. What do you think? You know, I think it's very interesting. When I go to the Stamps, uh, just looking at the change of the way that they played uh, throughout the year, changing at quarterback, uh, very interesting. I-, I think Bo's better than Mayer, but I think the way that they wanted to play football this year – fit Mayer better than Bo, right? When you look at the whole aspects of how they were playing defense early, they get better and better every week. But early they were giving up big plays and you had to control the ball and offense. And I think one of the big ties was when they lost to BC. They were up 40 to 21, a uh, couple two and outs in the second half. And then BC scores on a, the game-winning drive to, to win that game. And I think that's when you really start to see a shift of more ball control offense, and Mayer provided that. And uh, so very interesting there. You know, I actually text Bo. I was like, 2011, when Hank got benched for Drew, Hank played the second half in Edmonton in that playoff game. I said, I said, prepare because you can very well be in that game. And, you know, he did a great job. And uh, seeing what he did on the field, I, I've always been proud of how he prepares and, and how he handled himself through this whole situation. Uh Plenty of time left in this segment. Nick Lewis, good enough to stick with us through another after this, but I can tell you what, there's enough salt in the Ryder Nation to salt all these icy roads that Winnipeg's coming in here and the Riders aren't in the game. Spicy. All the tickets that they bought are for sale on Ticketmaster. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And they're po- Which, by the way, I've got emails from Bomber fans. I should read this right now because I was saying yesterday, Winnipeg, you've won enough now that you need to start acting like you've been here before. You know what I mean? Like the fans are rubbing it in people's faces and stuff and... I was okay with that for a couple of years, but now it's you're the bomber. You know, be above that. And some guy wrote me, goes, hi, Rod. Recently, a new viewer of yours on Game Plus TV. As a longtime bomber fan, I apologize for those that seem to be rubbing the team's success in people's faces. After all those years of suffering, it's still hard to believe we're going for a third Grey Cup. It's like having too much to drink, some people do, and say stupid things. He says, behave yourself, Bomber fans. This is from David in Winnipeg watching in Game Plus TV. So I appreciate Bingo. I just have so much respect for the Bombers now. It's like, you don't need to rub it in people's faces anymore. No. Yeah. No. They're the only Western team I never played in the playoffs. Are you serious? Never played Man, the Bombers. Man, that's wild. You're a, you're a walking trivia question. Yeah. Never played the Bombers <laughs> in the playoffs. Um, so it always come down to Edmonton or Sass, really. And then... Uh, usually it was BC in the Western Final or something. I don't, you know, it was one of those things where. How long have you been living here? Uh, in Regina? Five years, I believe. I'm sorry to cut you off, but I'm excited to see you. And I think it's hilarious that in Calgary, everybody refers to here as Sask, but you've been living here long enough. Nobody calls it Sask here. You know what yeah, I mean? I mean, <laughs> if you've noticed. I don't know if you've noticed or not. Well, when you're from the outside, you never go anywhere else but. Regina, so it's like, where are you going, Sask? Like, everybody knows you're going to Sask, you're going to Regina. For football, yeah. (laughs) So the fact, again, that the Riders aren't in it, not sitting well. Yeah, that's that's hard. And and one of the biggest things is, I guess you will only be able to gloat if they lose this game, right? So you can uh, be right there front and center if if they were not to win this game. And we'll see what they say about Caleros. I talked to a guy today that said the Riders were loaded with talent and it's an abomination of a failed by their coaching staff to have not got here. And I'm like, I don't think they were that good talent-wise. What do you think? I always had them as the fourth best team. I think by the end of the year, I had them as the fifth best team. I thought Toronto was was clearly the fourth best team in the league. Um, You know, just looking at the level of talent they had, they they played well down the stretch. Uh, Toronto is a very tough team. Like, defensively, they're going to get after the quarterback. They have a good pass rush, and um, Peters is playing great on the edge, and Chris Edwards is making plays, right, whether it's fumble returns or interceptions. Reminds me a lot of Chris um, Chip Cox early in his career, uh, just always around the ball and, and making plays. So I think they're a lot tougher team than people give them credit for. So you think who's going to win on Sunday in the 109th Grey Cup? Can we get a real – uh, you want to wait? Can we get a real analysis on, on Caleros first? Like, he says he's fine. I mean, we can all say a lot of things, but I mean, 
I know he's going to work this that? week to be the best he can for the game. And, um, but it's going to be cold. All it takes is one person to land on him or him to try to run one time. Something can happen. So until we know how, how serious that is, um, I think it's really hard to, to say. But I tell you what, Toronto's a hungry team. And I've went in there. 2012, we went into Toronto, and we thought we were clearly better than them. And they just showed up that day and, and played a great game. We got the Hall of Famer Nick Lewis with us for one more extended segment. So what we're going to do, a note to our operators in both Toronto and Atlanta, we're going to take a commercial now and come back with more with Nick and some of your questions, if you will. We've got a sports update coming up. The Moose will rejoin us, and we'll talk some NHL, NFL, and all the rest, although Nick's not averse to talking those two. We'll be right back to Baller's Rec Room in a moment. You're watching on Game Plus Television, listening on your favorite podcast platform, and also on WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Dundee, so hell yes. I like it. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You might not be injured if you slip and fall, or you might injure your knee, leading to a permanent disability. Take safer steps. Learn more at worksafesask.ca. All right, that is the uh, scene of the crime just outside Mosaic Stadium where the 109th Grey Cup will be played this Sunday, airing on TSN, and I'm pretty sure ESPN2. It always is. That's what I've been watching it on the past couple of years, and that will include this Sunday. 902-518-3033 is the number to here in the studio. We are at Ballers Rec Room, the site of the biggest party of the week this Friday night, presented by Twisted Tea. Nick, you're coming, right? Yeah, you're bringing everybody. Oh, yeah. You're bringing the gang. Oh, yeah, this will be a lot of us in town. You know, uh, a lot of guys coming back, so we'll be ready for it. Calgary viewers chiming in. Dougal Cameron in Calgary says, The best memory I have of Nick is 2014. After the ceremony at City Hall, you picked up the cup and walked away <laughs> with the trophy by yourself. Yeah, that, that was that was a lot of fun. I mean, I actually stood right outside of City Hall and took pictures for 45 minutes straight with people, right? So it was one of those things... I knew going into that game, it was my last game for the Stamps. I thought it was my last game ever. Uh, so it was really a, a surreal moment. I actually took the train by myself to that game. Right? I didn't ride the team bus. I, I took the train down, walked over. remember just standing outside, just taking it all in. And, you know, after we won that, City Hall, yeah, it was a great time. All right, blast. We, we actually walked down 8th Ave in Calgary there, Stephen Ave, and 
we walked in quite a few bars, and uh, yeah, that Grey Cup got got done well. That uh, Trevor, <laughs> Trevor, Tim, and Red Deer says no. Well, first he says Calgary loves Matt Dunnigan in all caps. That is a fact. And Trevor says nobody played the game like Nick. You are a true legend, sir. Best yak yards receiver in CFL history. Is that a fact? I mean, it's all debatable, but <laughs> I feel like <laughs> you invented the hurdling of guys. You took a few in the region, helmets in the region, didn't you? No. You never did? No, never got caught. I don't remember. I remember you starting it. You see a few guys doing it now. You know, those guys prepare. Like, you can't prepare to jump. You just got to be ready to go. And um, I just prepare my body to get first downs and to get the job done. And whatever we did in the moment, I just allowed it to happen, right? So it's just like, don't think about it. Just go execute, whether it's try to make a guy miss, run through a guy, or, or go over him. Brandon Bridge, Air Canada, did it one time. But he takes like four steps before he tries to jump, like yeah. you see it. He's six foot five. You're a little more to the ground. Yes. Yeah. Um, Ward in Winnipeg says, good morning, guys. Sportsnet and Adam Schefter reporting Nathan Rourke will begin working out for numerous NFL teams. Wish him luck. Ward in the peg. Do you think BC's losing last week in the semifinals and um, or division finals and his lack of moving the ball will hurt his status in the NFL? Not at all. He's got a quick release. Um, just looking at playing on a smaller field like the NFL. Everything's about timing, mm-hmm. uh, being able to execute and in short time periods and, and time frames and, and being able to really understand what's going on. You got to process really quickly. Uh, the CFL has a little bit more leeway because the field's bigger. You're going to you're throwing it into windows and not like inches away. So uh, there's going to be some things that favor him, but also some things that might hinder him. But I definitely think he has a tool set to go to the NFL. Now, do you want to be a backup? Do you want a chance to start, or uh, do you want to come back here and, and make some money? I would like to point out that his little brother, Curtis, is on national television again. This kid's going to be a household name before he even goes pro. Curtis Rourke, Ohio Bobcats, playing tonight at Ball State, another Mid-American Conference game on a Tuesday night. I love them doing that. Bowling Greens at uh, Toledo, too, by the way. Smart. Hey, but Nathan's going to get paid either way it goes. But that's going to be, like, think about BC's roster. You pay Nathan Rourke, who's on a rookie contract. Now you have to pay. That's two to three guys on that team or possibly one or two receivers that won't be there. Or, you know, I know Sook's one of your top-end high-paid linemen, and you have other guys. So who are you getting rid of that's going to hinder the team to bring Nathan back? So uh, when you look at the really the skill set of what he brings, it's going to be a lot less talent around him next year. Jeff from Hamilton writes, on the number you see on the screen, 902-518-3033. Jeff says, hey, Rod, I'm currently working in northern Alberta, not able to listen live as usual. I'd just like to point out that I predicted the bow to Hamilton move a few months back on your show, LOL. Maybe I'm a medium. He says, a lot of people are <laughs> pointing that? out that it's just the rights to negotiate first, but this isn't a move we'd make without the groundwork being in place first. Bo will be a tie cat next season, and I'm here for it. That's from Jeff from Hamilton. I need your take on that. You know Bo very well. What do you know about this trade that went down Monday, and how do you think it will go from here? I mean, Bo openly said there was teams that contacted about the trade at the deadline, and um, I know Calgary, and Calgary's not going to trade their backup quarterback when they feel like they have a chance to win, right? And Bo was obviously you know, obviously a great option for them having a chance to win. But now that the season's over, they know they're not resigning him. You know, Darian got traded to Montreal, right, when he was leaving Ryderville. It gives you a great chance to sign someone, but also Bo knows you got to pay me, right? You have to pay me. You, you've traded this away. Mm-hmm. You don't want this to end up with you not securing me as your quarterback for the next two to three years. Um, so it's a little play on both sides. Bo's got some negotiating power now to really demand more money. Uh, but we'll see what happens. Well, again, we covered this last hour a little bit with Darren. The Ryder fans here still think, despite this trade, that they will sign Bo Levi Mitchell in Saskatchewan. Do you? 
You know what? I th- I think if you get both signed, you'll see him signed uh, before the middle of January, possibly the end of the year. And if that's not the case, the closer it gets to the uh, to free agency, if Bo's not signed, um, I, I think something's wrong. But you you have to understand that Hamilton traded for Bo with the expectation he's going to be the quarterback. So I don't think money's going to be an issue. Now, the more Bo gets, the less talent he's going to have around him. So he's going to have to make it look better. So um, he'll he'll do what's best for him. But I, I, I really like Bo in the East, man. I just think that you you look at it as – you know, fans think they know about it. Coaches know. Let's go to the East. I got to beat Hamilton. I mean, Montreal, Ottawa, and Toronto to go to the Great Cup. Or do I want to go through SAS, Calgary, BC, Winnipeg, and Edmonton to get there? You know, that's that's a hard track. So, um, and I thought they had a lot of talent. They lost a lot of games late off turnovers. And I think Dane's not done. I think Dane can still be a really good quarterback. I think he just uh, made some mistakes there. Uh, well, I hope people are listening to what Nick's saying because what he's saying is these are all the considerations, not just Bo, but any free agent would look at. 100%. Right? Yeah, that's it's not just about the check. It's about the city. It's the division, as you say, your teammates, all the rest. Um, Jeff, the Stamps fan, says people on the RP show called me an idiot when I suggested the Stamps would trade his rights. Why would anyone trade for his rights when he's a free agent in February, I was told. I don't think I called you an idiot, Jeff. I uh, and if I did, I apologize. Uh, this is a very smart move by Huff to do this, keeping 100%. him away from Sask too. If you know, well, I mean, you're getting you're getting picks, and and we all know the the more Canadian talent that you have, uh, the better chance you have of having a better team, right? It's harder to find greater t- Canadian talent. So if I have a chance to pick up a couple guys that can potentially, you know, be special teams or a starter in two or three years, it works out great for him because Bo wasn't going to be there anyway. Uh, Kevin, the medium watching from Edrie goes, whoa, there's only room for one medium on the RP show. <laughs> I got you, Kev. Don't that? worry. I, I knew that. It's unspoken. You know, back to the Rourke stuff, Curtis or Nathan. And I just saw the, t- the uh, tweet here. I just did a little search from Adam Schefter, the NFL number one insider. BC Lions quarterback Nathan Rourke, who led the CFL this season in passer rating, is set to begin working out for NFL teams next week. The six foot two, two hundred ten pounder from Ontario played collegiately at Ohio, had a record seventy eight point seven completion percentage last season, and now as NFL visits lined up. That from Schefter, and it's his little brother Curtis tonight that's playing for Ohio. Where are you on the Rourke brothers? Are you watching the games with Curtis? They're saying he might be better. Really? It's like four or five touchdowns a game. Yeah. They're- I've, I've seen one highlight uh, package where he threw like five or six touchdowns in a game and seems like he has he's a lighting it up. great release. And I see he's already breaking, breaking Nathan's records and, right. and things. So, um, you know, congrats to them. I mean, as a family to, to understand what you're, what you're both accomplishing, I'm pretty sure their parents are, are very, very happy. Proud, yeah. and, and, you know, but I would say probably about 20 to 40 guys try out for NFL teams every year. It doesn't always go, but you're going to give yourself the opportunity to go and, and see, right? Uh, but I also know a lot of guys that don't get guaranteed money come back to Canada uh, because there's already a fit. From CD, he's a Ticats fan and clearly also a Denver Broncos fan. He says Denver could definitely use Nathan Rourke because Russell Wilson is a bust. What are the reasonable expectations for Nathan Rourke? Like, I think people think he's going to walk in and be the next Joe Montana, and I don't believe that's it. He's looking at being a second or third, is he not? Well, I'll tell you this. NFL system. We've seen guys be able to win in systems and guys be able to not win in systems. Um, It's more important for a quarterback to play in a system that fits his skill set. Right. Uh, when you go from a West Coast offense, reading one person, having to make quick reads, now you got to read two people throwing the ball 18, 20 yards down the field. It doesn't fit your skill set. You, know, you see them throwing into double coverage, throwing picks downfield. So there's a lot of things that go on from a quarterback's perspective on that's how crucial offensive coordinators are to working with quarterbacks. And you remember when Peyton Manning was a free agent, he went in and taught teams his offense. Like th- I'm doing what I need to do to be successful. I can't just go and learn a different offense. You've seen Tom Brady struggle when he went to Tampa at first, 
right, until they started implementing more things that he did. Uh, Andy Reid implemented a lot of things that Pat Mahomes did in college to allow him to be comfortable and slowly integrate what he's doing. So um, it's definitely going to be the fit and the the coordinator that makes him successful. I don't think it's really a team because every team's going to have talent. Uh, just trying to put a wrap on some of the comments from our viewers here. Randy from Winnipeg says, I've watched the last two Ohio games. Curtis Rourke looks real good. Uh, Al Broderick on YouTube says, can you imagine a Regina versus Saskatoon Grey Cup? Before I let you go, I want the reason he brings that up <laughs> is Dunnigan brought that up uh, last hour. Because I'm for U.S. expansion for the CFL. I'm a lone voice in the wilderness on that. Dunnigan says, I'd like to see more Canadian cities in the CFL, i.e. Saskatoon. He brought up Halifax. Why can't we have both? How about Kelowna, more Canadian Quebec teams? City. All of it. London, <laughs> Ontario. Why not have that? But can we also please, I don't want to be cold. So I'd like to go to home games in the U.S. <laughs> South, where you're from, and watch games down there. But do you think that a second team here could work in Saskatchewan? Because he brought up a Calgary-Edmonton thing. I think, I think it could work. I, I definitely think it could work. I mean, you know, more and more people with gas prices going up, and we talk about inflations. Less people are traveling from Saskatoon and, and northern places to come here for games. And, you know, we know that this this team is built around the whole province, right? So being able to split that up is, is not something bad. I mean, I know the riders aren't going to love that because you're taking half their fan base. And then with the fan base that usually comes, do they switch, right? So it's, it's it would hard. It would be hard. Quebec City, I could see, right? Because Quebec City and Montreal, they don't get just don't like each other, right? So <laughs> Regina, Saskatoon would be hard. It would be very hard. It would hard. be hard for the Saskatoon rider fan. Viewer Jeff Gordon says, is the quarterback talent diminished next year free agent options are not that exciting as they used to be do you go with the guy you know or something new but that's why i want more teams more players more jobs you only got nine teams it seems very much like the six team nhl to me like how, how many now with bo going to hamilton you got cody and who else like you need more teams yep there's always fresh guys coming out you just gotta yes. make, make sure it works right like I always said, even with Fajardo, I'm, I just didn't feel like him and Moss were a fit. I didn't, I didn't think. Um, I mean, definitely he shows he can win games. He's limited in some of the things that he does, but he still can win games. You just have to put the proper offense around him, and I just didn't think it was the proper offense for his skill set. We only got about a minute or two left here, but with Fajardo, we all – I was told by the insiders that Fajardo was going to Hamilton. I think Cody thought he was going to Hamilton, and now, nah. <laughs> well, Levi goes there. So if you're Cody, you're sitting there. You weren't on his train. Eddie Steele wasn't on his train bandwagon. There weren't too many that were on the Cody Fajardo bandwagon. Yeah. What do you think's next for him? He's I mean, playing somewhere. I, I think that he, he's got a skill set. But, I mean, is it in Ottawa? But you still have Masoli, right? But he hasn't been healthy. And I think that's a great fit for him because you're playing behind somebody that's not healthy, so you're going to have another chance. And, um, but Cody's definitely got to play in an offense that fits his skill set better. And I just didn't think that was it. So uh, I don't think it's Toronto. I don't think it's Montreal. Um, yeah, but uh, Ottawa could be a potential I guess what, that, that's why I heard it might have been for Bo, but that's not happening. Um, boy, it's got a lot of people talking about CFL expansion. They love the talk, as do I, but I'll, we can't get it right with nine teams, let alone. Let's get to the 10th team. team. Right, right. <laughs> um, from Got Milt on YouTube says another team in BC would be nice. I couldn't agree Kelowna. more. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> That's a place I would go. Nick, enjoy the week for all that it is. Yeah. And thanks for all your help. Thank you. And we'll see you Friday night at the Twisted Tea Party. And the Moose will be in with us next to talk about all these things. It is the RP Show. We are live from Baller's Rec Room on Game Plus TV, your favorite podcast platform, and WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. So, hell yeah, Sunday. Awesome. Right on. I like it. 
New York Fries is a proud member of the Calgary community, and to give back, they're hosting free public skating opportunities at ice rinks around Calgary. Open to families and the general public in support for Kids Sport Calgary. Visit FamilySkateYYC.com for a full list of times and locations. Presented by New York Fries. All right, we're back. I'm just tweeting something. Don't mind me. Uh, guys, Darren would like a chair. Can we put on the... Darren Dupont's here. All right. <laughs> Rolf, can you put your hands together for Darren du- Thank you, sir. <laughs> Everybody else well, got sir, it. You don't get a walk on the stage. and Yeah. Uh, I'm sitting there stuffing Why are you all things now? into an envelope. You're you know? doing all the... This is, oh, this is all your... Right down your wheelhouse, right? Yeah, of course it is. You're the party guy. Yeah, of course. Take right? this over for a second and... Uh, Tell the viewers what we got going on. If they just tuned in on Game Plus or WQEE. No, I was just going through the guest list and putting it together in a spreadsheet. And Big party here the, Friday night. The toughest thing is is trying to figure out how I'm going to contact all these people because some are texting in, some are talking to so-and-so, um, but we've got the event happening. Uh, Twisted T's putting it on with ballers, and uh, we're working on that guest list. It's going to be outstanding. So Eventbrite is where you can buy the tickets uh, to Twisted T's VIP Fan Mixer. That's what it's called. Um, Get your tickets. They put a new ticket on, and they're going actually pretty quickly. Um, five tickets for 200 bucks, So it's cheaper than the festival. Um, it's the cheapest ticket. You're going to hang out with literally every athlete. Uh, we're texting right now to find out if Nathan Rourke's going to come to the party. Okay? so We were just talking about him. Hopefully that uh, is something that will happen. We think it will. Um, he's up for an award, so he'll be in town. Um, that's the party, right? So it's going to be awesome. Get your this tickets. is a very, very special week. So I say, yeah, we got a lot of numbers of people listening and watching in the United States, but they're big football fans down there. This is the Canadian Football Championship. It's Canada's Super Bowl, and we're right in the heart of the action. Kevin the Medium's watching, and I don't know how he noticed, but he goes, no socks, Moose? That's got to be cold. Never. Never. No, he doesn't. I guess that's and, a new thing that you didn't know, Kevin. It's not new to Moose, but it's new to him. Yeah. Even when it gets cold, I'll put on boots, but I won't put on socks. It's just I just don't wear them. Just... Uh, and just for the sales component, um, Darren just said it, but it's, uh, what are we calling the party? I don't even know what we're allowed to call the party. What, what, Twisted what are Tees VIP Fan Mixer. It's the Grey okay. Cup party. Uh, the Grey Cup will be in this building, and they've invited us, so we're gonna, we've got tickets. We'll be at the party. Um, there's, uh, it's going to be outstanding. So red carpet, they've showed me the red carpet, uh, all the stuff that's going to be around champagne service well, look, is going to be happening. There's no better party than this. Let, you also know that not only that's right that night, but all week. So we now have John chick, Danny McManus, you know, the list better than me, Paul McCallum. Um, all Hall of Famers. Well, Nick Lewis, obviously. Oh, yeah. Andy Fantuz is coming back. The twos. Uh, this is where the guys are going to be. This is where you want to be. So eventbrite.com. I've done it. Go search Grey Cup. It's on the list of events. Buy your tickets. And I'll be here. Moose will be here. Uh, it's the biggest party. Yeah. Of this Absolutely. week. Now, if you want to talk about anything else, that's why I brought you in here now. Uh, 902-518-3033. Everybody in Canada is all, I feel, geeked up for the Canadian Football League Championship. But there are other things going on, and sometimes you get into a little bit of a vacuum and don't realize it. So whether it be YouTube or the text line, the chat, you tell me what you'd like to discuss. Um, NHL tonight. Now would be a good time to get into it. I got nine solid games in the National Hockey League, Moose, and I think the Leafs are playing. They are. They're at the Pittsburgh Penguins. Um, we covered this a little bit in the warm-up in terms of U.S. Thanksgiving is next week. And we often, I say, courtesy Peter Labardius, that's the cutoff line where you know who you are. I think we're figuring out who the Ottawa Senators are. Yes. Right? I think we're starting to figure out who some of these teams, I think we're realizing the Vegas Golden Knights are going to be really good. Yeah. Probably the rest of the way. Do we know what the Leafs are? No, we don't. We're still trying to figure that out, so we're getting close. When's the last time we knew what the Leafs were? <laughs> I know. I mean, we knew they're, we know they're a good hockey team, so I think there's that. That's fine. But, you know, is this a team that can get over the hump and win a playoff round and win a Stanley Cup? We don't know. We won't know that till the spring. I think we know they're a good team. The Flames are another one, right? If you, if you say they're not in a playoff spot, 
as of right now or going into last night's game, are they a playoff? I think we think I think we know the Flames are a playoff team, but what are they? Are they a group that's going to gel together and be a top team in the National Hockey League? I'm not sure. The Edmonton Oilers. Do we know what the Oilers are? I mean, they're up and down. Right now, they're really low on Jack Campbell and the group, the defensive group as a whole. They don't have a number one defenseman that's stepped up. Darnell Nurse is underperforming. You've got Oilers fans that are upset. So the uh-huh. Oilers fans are sitting there. What are we? We're supposed to be a team finishing first, maybe challenging for a president's trophy, not being a team struggling to find a playoff spot. So those are two teams that we don't know what they are yet either. And if it's Thanksgiving in the U.S., we got about a week to find out. I th- Peter's an astute man. Oh, and yeah. all this time that I've spent in Calgary, I listened to him a lot on the radio. And I'm like, because I know the deal, particularly in hockey. I'm like, he knows. But a lot of times I listen to these analysts and go, he doesn't know. Bink change the station you know there's a lot of those people too right like there's a heck of a lot of those and i so by the way our viewers writing in with their questions on this and i appreciate that uh jeff the stamps fan says have the flames turned it around from from t will and winnipeg are we figuring out who the winnipeg jets are pause that for a second for those that weren't starting at the start or watching at the start, I was with John Frenzy last night. And he's like, have you checked the Flames? Have you looked at the Flames? They're not in a playoff spot. I'm like, I haven't even thought about looking at the records, the standings. I don't know. Sports is a wonderful microcosm of life. Do you, now, a lot of people are looking around, seeing what everybody else has. The big house, the big cars, the big this, the shiny watch. I don't. I don't. Yeah. Let's add it up at the end. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, stay in your lane. That's why horse races have blinders on. Don't worry about what everybody else is doing. Be the best you. And I used to think like Lynch. The sad thing is he's 85 now. I don't think he's changing now. No. But I've realized through my own life experiences and being around enough championship coaches, they're not looking at the standings now. Daryl Sutter's not looking at the standings. He's trying to figure out what's wrong with the Calgary Flames, and he will figure it out. Jeff, the Stamps fan, asking, has he figured it out? It's going to depend on a few things. Jacob Markstrom, obviously. The talent is there. Yeah. Now with the Winnipeg Jets. Thank you, T-Will. We've got so many viewers uh, and listeners in Winnipeg. And Atlanta's former team is the Thrashers that have gone to the Winnipeg Jets. I'm watching them the other night. Didn't it? You were with me in September when we were reading, I think, a preseason summary on the air of the Jets. I'm like, they got some really good players there. So now they're the number one team in the Central. They're way above 500. But can we got to pump the brakes on that, too. And we can't give Rick Bonus Coach of the Year right now, Darren, or Connor Hellebuck the Vezina. They all want to. Yeah. They're talking about the parade route. Somebody wrote in here earlier and said, where's the parade route going to be for the Stanley Cup in Winnipeg? And I'm like, that's what befelled Flames fans last year in February. Remember? I'll never forget it. Yeah. Guy on the radio said, who is Gary Bettman going to hand the Stanley Cup to when the Flames win the Stanley Cup? They don't have a captain. I think other people can be corrected of that thinking because I was. But... They got to want to change. They got to want to change before they're going to change. It's funny. Like, and Jets fans, interesting. It's the same with the Flames. Like, the question comes in has he fixed them? Because of one win? Yeah. One win is not a trend or, or a reason to think that everything is fixed. It gets you some sleep at night for one night. If this turns into two or three wins, three or four wins, you know, eight out of nine, then we can say, okay, it looks like they're back on track. And same thing in Winnipeg, right? I mean, Winnipeg, though, we said it at the beginning of the year, and you said it, I mean, I can visualize the clip. I wasn't watching it that long, that long ago with you and Hustler. You know, I think the Winnipeg Jets could be for real. They've got a lot of talent here. They could surprise some people, right? They do have a lot of talent, and they're putting it all together, and Rick Bonus seems to be pressing the right buttons. You can't give him the, the coach of the year, but he's on pace for it. And so I think in Winnipeg, you can kind of start to accept that we're a good hockey team and we deserve, we should be in the playoffs. Now, don't think you're going to win anything yet, but this is a good good team. Let's wait until we've carved the turkey next Thursday, and then we'll decide. Yes. I guess we can start handing out the Stanley Cup and various trophies Yeah, uh, by the end of November. Sure. Because they would love to in Winnipeg. How uh, the show next Thursday is going to be? Yeah, T. T- Will says uh, Gary would hand it to Hellebuck because the Jets don't have a captain either. Here's my last point on that. We can continue it after the break, but I don't believe the problems that were in that Jets room have been dealt with yet. 
By the way, Rick Bonus has only coached half the games, too. <laughs> Let's not forget he's had COVID for half the year. So I'm not signing off on the Winnipeg Jets yet, but they're a very good team, and they're working hard. So let's just be happy with it. And yeah. More than anything, enjoy the ride. Overtime is next. We have a very important question from the Greek Freak okay. uh, from the Four Seasons that we'll get to next. It is the RP Show. And we are on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. All right, it is the uh, overtime segment of the program, and I know, I know that we've got our friends down here at the uh, Four Seasons watching. Georgie Nitsos has texted us, Moose, okay, yeah. from the Four Seasons. Here's his message for you. Uh, you're home for the UFC and the National Football League. No cover ever at the Four Seasons Sports Palace coming up Wednesday. Wings and things are fabulous wings on special. A comedian, because we have to laugh at this season, says George. <laughs> Music and CFL slash rider trivia. I feel like I could take a real bite out of that. Oh, yeah. He says, Thursday, NFL, NHL night, plus our awesome boneless dry ribs on special. Heck, you can even put ketchup on them if you want. Tennessee at Green Bay, plus Jets, Leafs, Flames, Habs, even Vegas Golden Knights and Kraken, all on our huge video wall. Those are some of the things going on at the Four Seasons Sports Palace. He was so upset yesterday that I doused my boneless Greek ribs in ketchup. No. Uh, yeah. Do we have moose? Are we putting moose up? Yeah. Oh, there we go. no. And the sockless Darren DuPont. I said, I've been coming here for 25 years and putting ketchup on the boneless dry ribs. This is news Hot to you? Take. He was <laughs> insulted. Not paying attention to the details. Yeah, wake up. <laughs> wakey, wakey. Smell a coffee. You know what? As you Greeks say. It's... You enjoy it however you want to enjoy it. That's, isn't that what it's all about? I was going to say, I'm paying for it, aren't I? Yeah. But he paid for it. (laughs) Anyways, he thought that should be the poll question today. Ketchup on the ribs. Ketchup or no ketchup on the boneless Greek ribs. I put it on my steak at the keg. I don't care. I'm paying for it. I, (laughs) am I in the wrongers? Nobody's in the wrong. The, the ketchup on the steak, but you eat. Yeah. A well done steak. I put ketchup on everything. Ketchup on it. Yeah. I put it on everything. Oh, now, no. now, thanks, guys. They're hitting the Rick Regans. Can you hear it? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, man, these are the best shows that we do. Who is the Riders' all-time leading tackler? We don't have that stat. I'll say Dan Rash. I don't, you can't look it up. I don't even know who it is. I don't know if you can. I don't. Try another one. Jeff, the Stams fan. I have every other record memorized right here. Todd Pinkney says, mustard on the Greek ribs is awesome. (laughs) From Jennifer at the Four Seasons, she says, LOL, a Diet Coke, a pound of ribs, and a bottle of ketchup. More like a pound of ketchup and a basket of ribs. She knows. Yeah, she wasn't there yesterday. As they reminded me, she didn't work till Monday night. Anyways, staying on the CFL vein, Apparently, Bo Levi Mitchell on the Barn Burner podcast, which I thought was only for Flames Talk, said that doesn't matter what Hamilton offers, he's going to free agency in February. You have thoughts on that? Spicy. That's smart. Why wouldn't you? I mean, that's that shouldn't be news. That shouldn't be a big deal. You know, you look at it for Bo, it's like, look at I can sign here with Hamilton, or I can wait ten days, two weeks, three months, whatever. Still sign with Hamilton. After seeing what else is on the table. It's also going to drive up value. It's a business decision. It's a business decision. So if, if, if Bo's negotiating with the Ticats and they don't want him to get to free agencies, they're going to have to pay more. They're going to have to overpay. They're going to have to overpay to avoid him from getting other offers. And then all of a sudden, if Saskatchewan or Ottawa put an offer on the table, now Hamilton is, is at the mercy of whatever offer they come up with. Whatever number that is, they have to match it. And Bo has all the power in this. He's got all the leverage in this situation. So why not use it? Um, you're not going to buy the first thing in the store without seeing everything else. You might still want the product, but you're going to see. You're going to shop around. So why not? Uh, from WQEE. All right. Ryan on radio. 
my spirit brother from Georgia. He writes it. He says, this has been another great show, RP and Top Gun. Thank you, and I appreciate you enjoying the football talk, the CFL talk. But again, we're all ballers. We're at ballers. And we talk about Matt Dunnigan, the Valdosta Peach. That was his nickname, man. There's all You can see how I can tie everything in. You know yes. that I can do that. That's one of my few talents. I can find a way. Jeff, the Stamps fan, says, who's the Riders' leader in all-time games played? Gene Mikowski. Reminds me of that City Slickers episode. Those two guys, yeah. Ben and Jerry. <laughs> yeah. Don't waste my time. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Who was third? Who is the all-time leading third baseman played most games for the Pittsburgh Pirates? Roberto Clemente. Don't waste my time. <laughs> Keep him coming. Come on. I feel like I'm in a cage of batters. Yeah, exactly. Ballers. Bring him. Uh, ballers. Yeah, here. Bang. Batters. Which I've been told. That they may keep the batting cage open Friday night. Why so, wouldn't they? So uh, I wonder. That could get fun around midnight. I, I wonder if Zani's going to get in there and hit a few. How about that? Do you want to be the pitcher <laughs> or the catcher or the batter in that scenario? <laughs> I feel like I feel like I'd want to throw a couple. Let him be the catcher, because right. But I think I would. I, I I'll take the photos. Okay. Through, on the other side of the fence, I'll take the photos. Everything's coming back again to roost. Wonderful chat today with Nick Lewis, obviously. Um, if I may, an even more wonderful chat with Matt Dunnigan because we talked a lot about life. He wanted he, he went, went deep on the whole Georgia thing and the Florida thing, and he was like, he's like, man, you earned it, man. It's all coming back to you, a life of war, hard work. I'm like, thank you, Matt. It's nice to hear that. Yeah. Especially from a Hall of Famer like Matt Dunnigan. Last minute of play. And in the RP show today. If, if I can, if you get the chance to email with Matt Dunnigan or text with Matt Dunnigan, he ends every text to you or email with, with ready, 16. break. <laughs> Everyone. <laughs> I didn't know so, that. It's so great. It's so awesome. So Coolest one I've ever had. Roger Aldag ends all his emails with 44. Because there's only one. Yeah. Beautiful. Um, WHL tonight, by the way, the Moose Jaw Warriors, home to PA. I love the fact they've shut everything down in Regina for the Grey Cup. Not a Moose Jaw. Warriors home tonight. We're good. <laughs> Brandon at Swift Current, Red Deer at Edmonton, Calgary at Portland. As I said, Curtis Rourke, Nathan's little brother on national television tonight with the Ohio Bobcats at Ball State as the Mid-American Conference continues to play Tuesday night games. I tossed my pen already, so forget about that. Uh, the Raptors and the Hawks are off. So we'll be talking more CFL tomorrow. See you at noon Eastern here on Game Plus TV. Rolf. Who has more fun than us? <laughs> Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.